Good afternoon, um, Andy, Andy, I'm Andy Sullivan, and this is Blendertainment. We're going to start off, um, it's been a rough entertainment week. Uh, last week, um, Bob Barker passed away. Today, or well, a few days ago, um, cause of death was revealed as Alzheimer's. Um, Jimmy Buffett passed away early Saturday morning, cause of death was skin cancer. Smash Mouth lead singer Steve Harwell passed away last weekend in a hospice care for liver failure. Um, it's, uh, <laughs> when you grow up, um, I grew up listening to Smash Mouth. I mean, not a huge fan, but a fan, um, Walking on the Sun, um, their cover of I'm a Believer by the Monkees, which written by Neil Diamond, by the way. And just um, some um, big uh, losses all around for the entertainment world. Um, Rest in peace to all of them. Now, Saturday night, there was a bit of good news I went to. Um, I went to the season, well, should have been season ending. It's called Jam at the Dam at the Beaver Dam Amphitheater. Um, it was four bands, four hours, seven to eleven. Um... Fastball, Tonic, Sugar Ray, and Headlined by the Gin Blossoms. I went with a few friends. Um, my friends Leslie, Adam, and Alicia. And it was it was a great night. We um, we got there. Uh, there was no problem parking. It was an easy, pretty easy walk from where we parked to the gate. It was a little hot when we got there, but, you know, it wasn't too bad. And it didn't last for long. The heat didn't last for long. Um, it's a good thing I didn't take my sunglasses or I would have been as bl- more blind than I already am. Which is pretty blind, apparently. Um, I've been having a thing these past few days where it just, it's not that my eyes hurt, it's, um, I don't know, I can't, um, I think when I go to the eye doctor next, I need to get my prescription bumped up because I haven't been able to read like I used to, um, the letters on the page seem smaller. And even when I'm reading on the iPad, sometimes I have to enlarge it with my fingers. So that is a little disconcerting, but you know, 
comes with age, comes with age. I've already had to deal with that when I got my bifocals, so. Um, okay, now let's get to racing. Um, Joe Gibbs Racing announced Monday that Denny Hamlin has signed a multi-year extension with the team. That is Joe Gibbs Racing announced Monday that Denny Hamlin has signed a multi-year extension with the team. Um, now, I have raced, um, <laughs> I have, <laughs> I raced what I was going to, um, okay, here we go. Um, Kyle Larson wins NASCAR's opening playoff race at Darlington. Um, Kyle Larson had plenty had led plenty of laps around Darlington through the years, just not the last one. He finally accomplished that Sunday with a victory in the Southern 500. Larson, the 2021 Cup Series champion, came into this event having been in front of in front for 715 career laps at the track too tough to tame without taking the checkered flag. He said, this is a track I really enjoy. Suits my style, Larson said. I just hadn't won yet. It was good to do it today. Especially because it puts his number five Chevrolet in the second round of the NASCAR playoffs. No matter where he finishes at the two remaining first round races at Kansas and Bristol in the next two weeks. Larson led the final 55 laps for his first career win at Darlington. Adding this trophy to the collection is amazing, Larson continued. This is one of three or four crown jewels. Larson didn't have the fastest car at the Southern 500, just one that got out front at the right time while other contenders fell away. Denny Hamlin led a race best 177 of 367 laps and looked headed for the wind before he felt vibrations for what he told his crew was a loose wheel and had to pit on consecutive laps. He says, we controlled the race until we had some trouble. Um, he won the first two stages. Says that just, he said the, as about the troubles, that's just part of it. Tyler Reddick led 90 laps yet lost the lead to Larson coming off pit road. Kevin Harvick, seeking the first win of his final season, challenged for the lead with fewer than 60 laps remaining, but was penalized when he could not avoid entering the pits moments after they were closed by NASCAR after a caution came out. Harvick couldn't recover from the penalty. He said he didn't have time to get back on track before the commitment line. It was a it was a successful run at the track for Larson after several close calls. He had three seconds and two-thirds in his 11 previous cup starts at Darlington. In May, Larson was racing for the lead when he was hit by Ross Chastain and wound up 20th. This has been one of my favorite tracks my whole career, Larson said. Been really, really fast here my whole career, just usually hit the wall. The victory was also the 299th all-time for Hendrick Motorsports and the 500th Motorsports win for the Hendrick Engine Program. 
Larson won for the third time this season and took his eighth race in seven playoff appearances. Cliff Daniels, new crew chief for Larson's number five Chevrolet, said he and his driver have dealt with lots of Darlington heartbreak through the years and were glad to end that. This track and race have been circled on our calendar for a long time, Daniels said. Playoff drivers took the first seven spots. Reddick Reddick was second, followed by Chris Buescher, William Byron, Chastain, Brad Kozlowski, and Bubba Wallace. Harvick ended 19th and Hamlin 25th. The rest of the playoff field was Kyle Busch in 11th, Joey Logano in 12th, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. in 16th, Martin Truex Jr. in 18th, Paul Sutter Christopher Bell in 23rd, and Michael McDowell in 32nd. The point standings have Bell as 12th in the playoff grid on the second round playoff bowl. Those drivers on the outside of the next round after this week are Wallace, Harvick, Stanhouse, and McDowell. No surprise there, really. Um, Byron, Larson's Hendrick Motorsports teammate and co-topsy with Truex, entered with a series-best five victories this season and was happy with the high finish. He says, I think this was a good stepping stone for Kansas and good to get a solid first race in the playoffs, he said. Ryan Priest, the Stuart Haas driver who endured a frightening crash at Daytona last week yet walked away largely in harm, finished 28th at Darlington in his return to cup racing. Darlington fans, drivers, and personnel said goodbye to track president Kerry Tharp who announced his retirement after nearly two decades with NASCAR earlier this summer. Signs celebrating Tharp's eight-year tenure in charge of Darlington were both inside and outside the facility. South Carolina Governor Henry McMaster awarded Tharp the Order of the Palmetto, the state's highest civilian honor governors can give. NASCAR halted the race for seven minutes when some lights in turn three and four would not come on as the event moved from day to night. A caution came out when teams noticed the lights off and NASCAR tried to fix the problem under caution. Fans at the sold-out venue cheered when the lights came on and cars were soon rolling again. The problem came from a transfer switch that was not getting enough voltage to 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 fire. The issue did not present itself during the track's lighting test before race weekend. The second of three opening round races in the NASCAR playoff series take place at Kansas Speedway on September 10th. Bubba Wallace took this event a year ago while Hamlin won there in May. Now also on this night, well actually on Saturday night but I was gone to my concert so I watched Payback on Saturday night and as for those results um Becky Lynch defeated Trish Stratus in a steel cage. Now, 
after that match, um, Becky Lynch, um, well, not Becky Lynch, excuse me, uh, Trish Stratus actually, um, turned on Zoe Stark. Now, are we gonna have, I mean, was that it for Trish? Um, are we gonna have Zoe and Becky, or now Becky announced that she was gonna be in NXT to challenge for the NXT Women's Championship. Now they gotta move Becky to, or they got well, I guess they can pull a Charlotte with her. They had. Uh, when they had Charlotte win the NXT title, which did nothing to elevate the upstarts in NXT, but I digress. Also on Payback, LA Knight defeated defeated The Miz with John Cena as a special guest referee. Now, it was just, just supposed to be LA Knight versus The Miz. John Cena was the host of Payback, funny that he only came out the one time because I guess being the quote-unquote host of Payback was a way to get him into the special referee gig. Excuse me, I gotta take a drink of water here. Okay, and we're back. Um, after LA Knight beating The Miz, which... I hope this means that LA Knight moves on to something else. Rey Mysterio defeated Austin Theory to retain his United States Championship. The Judgment Day defeated Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn to win the undisputed WWE Tag Team titles in the Steel City Street Fight. Um, Cody Rhodes revealed on the Grayson Waller effect that Jay Uso is now a Raw roster member. That's just a short two weeks after he uh, quote-unquote quit. Which, I mean, you knew that that was a way to get him off SmackDown and traded to Raw. Now the question is... Um, actually, it's not really. Because we know it's Cody. Um who's the Raw star going to SmackDown. It's going to be Cody so he can finish the story, as it were, and beat Reigns for the Undisputed Championship, probably at WrestleMania 39. Although they could drag it out to WrestleMania 40. Who knows about them? Um... Speaking of dragging things out and long title reigns, although this maybe not as dragged out as Roman's, um, Gunther, with his victory over Chad Gable Monday Night on Raw, surpassed the Honky Tonk Man as the longest reigning Intercontinental Champion in history. Back to Payback. Um, Rhea Ripley defeated Raquel Rodriguez to successfully defend 
her women's world championship. I am of the opinion that Raquel is going to win the Royal Rumble and it will be Raquel getting another shot at WrestleMania against Rhea. Seth freaking Rollins defeated Shinsuke Nakamura, successfully defending his world title. And that was payback at um I I real I enjoyed payback. Um I did enjoy payback. I did not get eight of y'all out because um you know, there is only <laughs> there's only so much that you can watch, honestly, and do. And Saturday, like I said, the concert that I went to, um, which I'll go into later. Great show. I missed Payback. Um, I watched Payback on Sunday, didn't watch All Out, and I did miss the main event, which saw us crown a new international champion, but I'll get to that in a bit. Right now, um, we'll start with um, the Over the Budget Charity Battle Royal. Which I believe was just was announced Friday night on Rampage. Uh, the winner earned 50k to give to the charity of their choice. Um, and Adam Page won the match. Now there's been talk that Adam Page is going to get a push. To be the next challenger for the world title. Although, I'm thinking that the interaction at All Out where Joe shoulder bumped MJF and MJF wanted to go after him. I think we're going to see MJF defend the title against Samoa Joe at Grand Slam. I do. Now, the trios match, ROH Women's Champion Athena with Diamante and Mercedes Martinez versus Hikaru Shida, Sky Blue and Willow Nightingale. Um, Sky Blue pinning Diamante after hitting the Cold Blue. Trios Championship, the Acclaim, the Acclaimed. successfully defend their title against Lethal Jarrett and Singh. But that was on the pre-show. Um, better than you, baby. Hit their double clothesline on Reynolds. Reynolds and Cole scored the pin. Um, ROH World Television Championship. 
Um, Samoa Joe got Shane Taylor to tap. The TNT Championship match with Jim Ross on commentary. Luchasaurus defending against Darby Allen. Luchasaurus got the victory. Um, up next was the Redeemer Miro versus Powerhouse Hobbs. Oh, God. I didn't read this. Excalibur took a line from Big E. Two big meaty men slapping meat, and this match has lived up to those expectations. Now, if you don't remember, Big E is the one who at first said "big meaty." Two big meaty men slapping meat. I don't recall the match, but yeah. Huh. Hobbs hurled Miro with a belly-to-belly suplex, sending the Redeemer for a ride. And oh my God, the fans chant—the fans chanted, "Slap that meat! Slap that meat! Christ Almighty!" <sighs> God. Um. It looks like. Um, well, Miro won the match, which, first of all, um, Miro won a match. I'm shocked at that. Nigel said one of the best big men matches I've ever seen. Okay. Well, I'll take your word for it because I didn't see it, but, um, um, we saw the debut of CJ Perry, the former Lana, Miro's wife. She ran to the ring and cracked Hobbs with a steel chair. Hobbs was distra- distracted and Miro grabbed the chair and smacked it, smashed it into Hobbs' head. Miro walked away without embracing his wife. Yeah. There so, yeah, that's that's going to be a union. Come on. Um, and up next was Up next was um, Chris Statlander and Ruby Soho for the AEW Women's Championship. Um, Excuse me, the TBS Championship. They got a hell of a lot of titles in AEW. I don't know if you've picked up on that yet, but... um, (laughs) 
Statlander spiked Ruby with the Sunday Night Fever and pinned Ruby Soho to retain the title. Um, no disqualification strap match. Um, Absolute Ricky Starks versus American Daniel American Dragon Brian Danielson. Brian Danielson returned from injury and defeats Ricky Starks. Um, New Japan Strong Openweight Champion Eddie Kingston and ROH Pure Champion. Katsuyori Shibata versus Blackpool Combat Club. ROH champion Claudio Castagnoli and Willow Yuta. Of course, Claudio Penn Kingston. That's no shocker there. Cleaner Kenny Omega versus Kenoshite Takeshita. Another not so much of a shocker. Um... Cash to pin Kenny Omega. Eight man tag, AEW tag champions, FTR, and the Young Bucks versus Bullet Club Gold. That one went to Bullet Club Gold. Um, main event for the AEW International Champion. Freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy finally got beat. That's, um, that is an unbelievable fact that I, you know, I hope that Orange Cassidy gets some time off now. I mean, the man needs it. He's, um, he has basically carried AEW and especially that title for so long that, um, like I say, he needs he needs time off. Um, payback. We talked about payback. Um, <laughs> Seth retaining, re-retaining, um, Judgment Day winning the tag titles, Rey Mysterio beating Theory, Knight beating Miz, um, Becky beating Trish. Um, now, what we didn't mention was, well, yeah, actually, I did mention um, Chad Gable failed in his bid to become Intercontinental Champion, so Gunther is now the top, is now tops on the list of WWE Intercontinental Champions. Will Gable get another shot? Smart Money says yes, but 
I don't see him winning the title. I don't know. I don't know who I see winning the title, honestly. Um, For the longest time, you know, after WrestleMania, I didn't know who I saw winning the Universal, the unified title over Roman Reigns when Cody lost. And then I thought, well, you know, they can... They can get Cody back to where he was. Then they had the thing with Brock Lesnar. They had the three match. Was it three match? The match series with Lesnar. Uh, Cody finally vanquished him. Um, And really, now that he's traded to SmackDown, it seems to me... that well if he's straight as I guess he he is but you know they said he was going to be on Raw next week I believe which are they going to have him on Raw and Smackdown like they did Roman Reigns for a long time um but so anyway eventually we will get Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns part two. You know, I'm surprised that they usually like to do a WrestleMania rematch. You remember how they used to like to do a WrestleMania rematch like right after, like the very next month we'd have a WrestleMania rematch. Sometimes the very next night. But now... They uh, don't do it like that, which I like the way they're doing now as opposed to the way they used to do because the having the WrestleMania rematch on the following Monday on Raw is just, no, I'm not good with that. Have it it at a pay-per-view. I mean, if it was worth the pay-per-view... If it was worth having it a pay-per-view the first time, it's worth having it a pay-per-view the second time. Um, well, that that's going to wrap it up for this week. Um, I have been Andy Sullivan. You've been listening to Blendertainment. And as always, be kind, be cool, be courageous. And I will catch you next week. Peace out.